0: podcast for the working cowboy well howdy there daylight burners <clears throat> happy friday weekend is here and uh that means it's time for a bull session and this is a pretty good one i thought uh we had bobby gray you guys know bobby gray um chasing strays podcast I he hasn't done one in a while but hopefully he'll get back at it anyhow he's uh he's from down around Enid o- Enid Oklahoma <clears throat> we got Richard Dialey he's uh out of uh just outside of Redding Redding California and then um Ty self uh Big Lake Texas and uh we're all sick and fucking tired of the wind and uh let's get into this deal
1: And you won't
2: catch a mall But when you ride through the gate, make sure you sit up
1: tall I can see the horizon, it's looking pretty bright Well get your ass moving, son, you're burning daylight
0: Can you hear um, me? Yeah, I was going to say, look at Big Timer over here. It's already, got, it's in straw weather already. Shit. 81, it's 81 degrees down here, about 60% humidity. Well, oh, fuck that nonsense. Where are you at?
2: Big Lake, Texas. Yeah, it was 80 degrees out here today. I don't know the midi- humidity was that high, but it was so fucking windy. I wasn't getting a
3: fucking cowboy hat out. I just said, put the old ball cap on and went. been windy around here, real bad.
0: Yeah, I uh, <laughs> I stole a, a ball cap from my boss's office yesterday. Like I, I went, came home for lunch, and then it was yesterday morning. Was absolutely fucking gorgeous, just like perfect weather. And then I come home for lunch, and then like the breeze had kind of picked up, but it was just like kind of a nice breeze. And then uh, I grabbed my my cowboy hat, walked out the door, and but I got back to the feed lot, and I. Wind about blow you over. And I didn't have a ball cap with, I usually have one in the rig, but I, I guess I cleaned out. And, uh, yeah, I was like, ah, caen has got one, I bet you. So I, was, I walked into his office and sure enough, there's a, there's a Draxon hat. So I just, <laughs> I, I just put it on and see, see how long it takes him to notice. And I'm not real good at keeping a secret like that. If it, if he doesn't notice it and like fly off the handle, then I'm kind of bored. So I was like, Hey, it's still a hat from your office. He's like, Oh, I was, I mean to put those out there, but I was like, ah, I, I always know he's got some sort of hat back there. So like if push comes to shove, I'll just go grab one. right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. So this is a controversial deal out here. When do you switch to straw? out there in Nevada
0: um most people say Memorial Day but I say when my head starts sweating amen like I'm not I understand all the tradition and stuff and I respect a lot of tradition but there are also some traditions um kind of like the whole first part of the Bible uh in like Deuteronomy and shit that just don't make a whole lot of sense anymore and uh or, or or I don't know if they ever did, Um, but they just wore a felt hat all year round uh, back in the day because they didn't have palm leaves and shit. So, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> so I, I don't, I'm, I'm not big on that tradition. I, when I, when it gets hot, I'll, I'll switch back and forth from felt to, to straw several times before I fully go over to straw for the summer. I mean, that just depends on the day.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, I can see what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out here I always say Easter morning you wear your uh straw just whether it's thirty degrees or whether it's eighty degrees. And then the next two to three weeks is kind of whatever. But then normally after that it's about straw season.
4: Yeah.
0: Easter Sunday for a straw, huh? That's I don't know if I've ever heard that before. Um I don't know. I, I always heard Memorial Day, but, but oh I guess Oklahoma and you start to get into that that southern stuff, so
2: I'm like five miles north of the Mason Dixon, so I'm I'm a
5: Yankee.
0: <laughs> I, I thought uh the northern border of Oklahoma was the Mason Dixon. There's a
2: sign on eighty one that says Mason Dixon line.
0: I don't huh. know. Okay, but that so it's still like south into Oklahoma. Then, what's that? I said so that Mason Dixon line is is still like into like south into Oklahoma. So like yeah, part of, I, I, so I part know. of part of Oklahoma was like above the, the Mason Dixon.
2: According to the sign, it is. Huh?
0: That ah, fucking camera. Probably
2: some drunk Indian movie. There's a good chance of that. Most of them are east of us, though. But, yeah, there's a damn good chance of that. We used to have a ranch out in uh, the Osage country, in the Osage County. They're on the yeah. Osage County line. And there was a lot of Indians out there. And most of them were drunks. And I was pretty little when we were out there. There's a couple with pretty good hands. But there's a Out there, oh, dad and grandpa used to own a ranch on the Osage County line. Oh. And, uh, there's a lot of Indians out there. Most of them were drunks, but there was mm-hmm. a couple that were good hands.
0: There's some, some really handy Indians out, out here. I, right? I think, uh, I think Oklahoma res is uh, a tad bit different. A little different. <laughs> a I mean, lot it, different. Really. Yeah. Like, I mean, just, uh, you there, of course the one in Oklahoma is l- hell of a lot smaller than most of these, these ones out mm-hmm. here, <laughs> but I don't know that, uh, Friday is I that's tomorrow, huh? Friday is tomorrow. Yeah. So I, I'm talking to Jeremiah Wilbur tomorrow and we're talking like unconventional warfare and uh like modern day versus like back in the day when we were fighting the Indians and just guerrilla tactics and I'm excited as shit. That's gonna be a fun conversation.
3: That'll be cool.
0: Yeah, he cause his uh his mom was uh Mescalero Apache and uh and then he's uh you know, special forces, so uh <clears throat> there there's gonna be some really cool cool topics
5: going on there. Hell yeah. That'll be sweet. Yeah, I'll be good. So. Too. Well Um <laughs> Uh, he, Is the other guy coming
2: or we got... Yeah,
3: he's trying to get fire, in. Fire off and go. Okay. I couldn't get mine to work. I didn't know what was going on. So yeah. I, I didn't either.
0: Yeah, it sent a bad link. I uh, I don't know why, how that always happens. I, I don't know. It
3: just said you were in a lab or already in a, in a meeting or something.
0: Yeah, I was I was in this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I, I, I just, Alone. Yeah. Nobody to talk to. <laughs> I'm gonna have uh, a
2: beer I'll
0: be right back. Alone with my thoughts is a is a uh is a bad well, not always a bad time, but it can be. I think flies are already out around here. Oh, yeah, we're we're nowhere near that. Uh, if there were any flies uh trying to get around, they'd have blown away. Uh these last couple of weeks have been son of a bitch.
3: Oh yeah, it's been bad.
0: I uh, it's starting to remind me of uh back home and I didn't miss that part about home. Like I, I never that part has never occurred to me like I should I should I sure miss that, you know? I just that yeah. that <coughs> that wind is something else.
5: For sure. It's not been fun. You know. It's it sucks.
0: Well I'll go ahead and uh hit live. I'm gonna I got my little Russian intro video. I fucking love that. Uh Doug Weisman made that for me and uh I was saying, ah, you you're an idiot. Like awesome, but
5: you're yeah, you're you're an idiot. Um Richard, what's up man? Oh, I'm sitting on top of the
1: hill above our place listening to the wind. <laughs> where whereabouts are you uh you ever heard of redding california yeah. or no yeah okay yeah i'm outside of
0: okay so you're not too far from me
1: no, i'm not terrible far uh i'm gonna say it looks sunshiny over there shit it's <laughs> dark out <right> here
0: <laughs> it's dark here uh, it's just kind of kind of setting over here. So it, once it dips behind the Sierras, it gets dark pretty quick and it's just about just about dip behind those Sierras. Um but yeah, it's uh you're you're the only person that, that asked me if uh um if that was pacific time and uh, cause I I usually go I just throw out mountain time cuz that's kind of the Oh, I suppose the, like the standard median for, for the, the cattle business. Like there's a few people on, on Eastern time, but not many. It's usually, it's usually between central and Pacific is where you're going to find your, your cattle people. Um, For the most part, uh, I know there's some Easterners that'll probably get all pissy about, about whatever they, uh, they don't count. And, uh, <clears throat> so mountain time's kind of the, the middle and I'm a little biased being from Colorado, God's is mountain time. So, um, that's, that's, that's why I s- usually send these, the time out on these, these invites is, uh, on mountain time. But, uh, yeah, you're the first one that, um, clarified it on Pacific time. So I wasn't for sure where you were at. And, uh, so that, that clears that up. Um, but yeah,
1: I've li- lived in both.
0: Yeah. Um so how do you say your last name is D You're the
1: first person to really get it right first try.
0: I uh I just noticed that you capitalized the A, and so like uh I'm i that's always like I'll always go back and delete the K uh if I don't capitalize it on my on my name. And uh so I, I figure that it had to have been D or D is what, but I, I figure it's Atley. Yep. <laughs> Right on. So, um, yeah, Richard D'Atlee and you're, you're outside of Redding. We got Ty Self returning to the show. You're, uh, what did you say? Big Lake? Yes, sir. Big Lake, Texas. Bobby Gray. He's, uh, he's up there in, in Northern Oklahoma, uh, North Central. Enid. North Enid. Enid. There we go. So, yeah. And, um, one thing that has been constant, I we should have had some, some Northern folks, cause it's been blowing like a son of a bitch up there too. Yeah, uh, fuck the <laughs> but they uh yeah, they like it's just been blowing and dry and shitty everywhere it seems like. And I, I've kind of about had it, so I'm I just I just I would bitch about the fucking wind. Like I mean it it's been I've been digging shit out of my eyeballs for, for two weeks now. And uh I, I'd like for just like a good turd floater to come in, just like Just, you know, a good, even, even a quarter inch would, would help so much for, for, uh, you know, a day or two, but God, but can you imagine just come set in and rain all fucking day? God, that'd be nice.
3: You got a chance to rain for Sunday and Monday. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We're Saturday and Sunday. Yeah.
0: Well, and then yep. I guess I guess the people that did get moisture got fucking snowed the all the way under. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> funny as you don't hear much yeah. about that on the on the media at all. Like I I would have never known anything about the the blizzards in North Dakota if it hadn't have been for social media. Like I haven't heard hide, like, they talked about like the the blizzard of the ages and then the one article that I did read about it uh uh it was talking about how there was a half of an inch of snow at the Portland airport. <laughs> oh, fucking Yankee Yank, yank it.
3: Portland Portland. Like, that was on TikTok. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah that, were like last year Texas gets like I don't know, 28 degree weather and they shit down both legs. Oh, like damn.
0: <laughs> that, <bad." laughs> that that was kind of funny. Uh, I mean, they they did. They did fuck some shit up, but like man, we're a lot of that <laughs> I, I did enjoy uh, watching the Texans bitch for for a couple. Nobody
3: carries a water line <laughs> around here less than about or deeper than six inches. Oh man, get-
0: somebody got lazy when they put in this uh, this little faucet over here uh, by my studio because it, it they put it under the the shade of the this little uh, well it's a garage and like an apartment attached to it little studio apartment where I do have my studio and uh so that thing sits in the shade of the of the garage there doesn 't get sunlight and it 's only buried about eighteen inches deep and every winter when it dips below like fifteen degrees. If I, uh, you know, if I go water my horses and then as soon as I shut it off and everything drains down, it freezes right there. And so I can't use my damn faucet for two months out of the year, probably. And, uh, so I have to lay out like another hundred foot of, uh, garden hose to water my damn horses because they, they, they couldn't have buried the water line. Another six inches probably would have done it.
2: Um, Get one up. of those freeze miser deals and screw onto it. We put those on all of our boats. Mm. <laughs> you just leave it on no matter how fucking cold it gets. And they never freeze up. You'll, yeah. you'll have that much ice on the top of the tank because it'll drain on top of the tank and freeze. But your faucet will never freeze up no matter how fucking cold
3: it gets. Huh? I got, that, I got that dang, uh, Wax ring in them when it gets cold, that wax ring draws up. Once that water flow mm. out, when it gets hot. That wax swells back out
0: and seals huh. it off. Isn't it amazing? Some of the shit they they come up with.
3: <laughs> All I know is that year it got below freezing here for about a week and a half. It was negative 11 in my house for about four or five days.
4: Oh, fuck
0: that. that yeah, miserable. that's no fun. That's that's <laughs> yeah. that's that's like uh living back in the in the old days in Montana. Uh, well, yeah, that, that, a lot of, of times, not even the old days. I mean, that, that bunkhouse I lived in up there was on uh it had a natural gas heater, but it was on, it was drawn natural gas from a, a farm tap. And, that thing would freeze up. All I'd get water in the line. You'd have to every time it would run out of methanol. You'd uh, you'd have to go. It'd freeze up, and sure enough, freeze up in the middle of the night. I'd wake up, and there'd just be like a half an inch of frost on my chest just from my from my breath. And oh, Mon- that's a fuck Montana. That's so cold. Yeah.
5: Our first
2: real cold snap here. We just put this house in here in April. It's a modular home and didn't think nothing of it. Fucking woke up, and the house was like 40 degrees. I was like, son of a bitch. (laughs) I thought that was bad. There wasn't no frost, but it damn sure gets your attention. You crawl out of bed in your boxers. My wife was very not happy with me. We were firing up Peters, about to light the damn house on fire, just to get her warm.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, (laughs) a good time to have have a wood stove.
1: Yeah. When I was in Montana last fall. we in the side of the trailer, and my roommates and me were so damn cheap. we just keep it just above freezing inside there, so we didn't bust no pipes. So I was like, "Damn, can't we turn this heater up?" <laughs> yeah, that's.
0: I, I I don't mind being cool when I'm when I'm falling asleep. You know, I kind of like it a little chilly, but. Thirty two's awful chilly. I mean, thirty three's. Uh, I mean, that's. I mean, that's that's. It kind. Of, it's just kind of unnecessary in, in today's day and age. You know. Uh, pretty much.
5: Yeah, it was a. It was a
3: little cold that three or four days it got down there. Water bottles were freezing on the counter. It was miserable.
0: No. Yeah. Did the wind blow when it uh, when it got that cold? Oh well, yeah. Yeah, that sucks.
3: It was, it was, it was probably the worst I'll ever see. I don't hope, I hope in my lifetime. I mean, it was, <laughs> it was no fun. It was damn sure cold.
0: Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah, gross. That that wind just makes everything even worse, too. Man, just yeah.
5: Now I'm not about the wind. What's
4: that?
3: So now I'm just sitting out here bitching about the wind blowing when it's 95, trying
0: to brand calves. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, uh, you dang sure don't want to, you know, start a real big uh, wood fire <laughs> on a day like that. <laughs> We've been digging a pretty deep, deeper hole, and trying to minimize the, you
5: know, flames on it. But do you guys not have any branding pots? I don't want to listen to that crap.
2: <laughs> you fucking hug a propane bottle on that son of a bitch and she'll keep the irons
3: warm you ain't gotta yeah. worry about fire. then you gotta listen to that son of a bitch roaring in your ear while you're flanking you can't hear nobody talk we don't, don't. well don't flank right next to the fucking pot
2: that's dangerous if it falls on you it'll burn you damn you get a little distance them iron boys
3: can run they'll be fine no no I, I've been around both I like them both, but I kind of got nobody really like that wood fire. Yeah, I haven't ever branded with a wood fire. I grew up with a pot, and that's all we've ever had. The yeah,
2: nice yeah. thing about a pot is you take them nuts and open them up. You can drop them on the pot, and you'll have your little snack
3: while you're branding. We got a great little deal you, you set over to the top of that fire once you get it burnt down. Or we yeah. just throw the, sho- the shovel handler, just the head of the shovel over there on it cook them on a shovel.
0: If you got a quarter circle iron, it works real good too. Yeah. <laughs> quarter circle.
3: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. No, we 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 burn wood here. That's about. We'll use a propane bottle to start it every now and again when it's humid or wet. But other than that, it's all wood.
0: I like the wood fire a lot. Yeah, I've
3: never been to
0: a wood fire, Brandon. It's
1: pots. <laughs>
0: you yeah, boys, well, a- you boys need to come out west and. Uh, and go to one of these head and heel brands, like real traditional, like Roadier, uh head and heel and uh you know like sagebrush fire. Like that's
3: we head and heel the pile of them down there on the gray, but they weren't very
5: small, they had big ones.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That, I ain't that,
2: handy enough for that head and heel with them vaqueros. They'll fucking make me look like a well no, they'll they'll make me look like what I am. And that's not <laughs> very handy with a rope.
0: No, on, on those, you just, uh, you just want to go pick up heels. let let the, let the guys that are real handy with, uh, with it, just let them, let them throw those, the head loops. And then you just follow them to the fire and, and pick up heels. You know, it's, uh, it's just a lot of fun, man. It, it, some of those guys can really fucking rope and they'll throw the fancy, but that's usually like first thing, like when they throw a new bunch in there or like first thing in the morning. Uh, but after a while, it's just, no, it just, let's get them caught and let's, let's go.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I know. We've gotten into some deals on some, like at the ranch over east, they bought a bunch of sailborn cows. So they were all over the place on size mm. and we put the big ones out and we headed and healed them. And it was fun. It just took a lot longer. I mean, shit, you can go in there and scoop up on them little calves and just lay them on their ass and go. Mm-hmm. It's a lot faster.
0: Yeah, that there's no doubt. The uh, I mean, even if you got some really really wolfy ropers, if you're if you're gonna flat ass them, it's gonna go way quicker. Just uh, that that's all there is to it. It's. That but I do like the advantage of letting them get bigger before you
2: brand them. Yeah, but you've got to head and heal them, or you got to have a calf table. Or you got to run them to the
0: shoot. Yeah, and the last two suck. Yeah.
4: Yeah. They,
0: yeah. They're, they're not, they're not much fun. I, I, like I said, I'm, I'm a big fan of the head and I'm a big fan of Brandon Kev's. Uh, if you got to rope them, I'm not a big fan of Brandon Kev's. If you got to run them through a shoot, I only brand uh, Brandon I've done this spring is about 2000 head of Mexican steers through the chute. And, uh, yeah, it, it's it ain't that much fun. I I have per- perfected the, the oh I won't say what what the the brand is, but like I've I've got to where it's a it's a left rib brand and I've got it crisp with a you know with the old electric iron. Electric irons are also no fun, but man, you can get a good crisp brand. You on there. can you can get a clean brand on them. Some bitches, how big
2: are the Mexican ears when you get them in?
0: Uh Four and five weights, mostly four. Uh, I'd say three, three fifty to like four seventy five. I don't think we had anything really coming in over five.
2: Yeah, I'm getting in a bunch of two weights out of Florida. And they're, they're fucking that's what we run out here, man. Yeah, we go down to Florida and buy them little bastards and they're tough as fucking nails until it gets cold.
0: That's the way the <laughs> Mexicans are. they 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 handled the cold pretty decent, you know, because there there's some of those places there out there in the in the Sonora. They got some some sure enough mountains up there, but I, I don't know where where all these come from in Mexico.
3: But uh, Are y'all put them in the yard or turning them out.
0: Uh we're putting them in the yard for forty five days, and then they'll turn them out. Uh, out On what? All oh, we got down here is to rocks. Uh Oh, in Mex—I don't know what they put them on in Mexico, but uh, we we turn ours out up uh, California. They're they're yeah. in that
5: that big tall grass. What uh, part? Uh, over by Bridgeport. Okay.
0: Yeah, you probably we, uh, know, you probably know who know. who we're running for, but we'll we can we'll talk about that in the Patreon section. Just so I don't want to. I got in trouble for, for a TikTok video the other day, so I'm gonna uh, try and I l- I gotta try real hard again to keep uh keep my boss's name out my fucking mouth. We were shipping uh, steered load
1: a the other day, if you've ever heard of there.
0: Uh I've heard of it, yeah. Um I, I'm I'm just so um, I, and I'm only twenty miles from from the California line, but I'm so like ignorant of the the geography there. Like I know where Bridgeport's at. I I know where like L.A. and San Francisco are, and I, I know roughly how to get to San Francisco from from here. Um, but that's about all i know like i, I kind of know where like some of the town the general area up in northern california are but uh, th- so i, I talked to some of these guys out here that have been you know bounced around a lot and they'll talk about you know like Dunnigan's or squaw valley like i know where squaw valley is i know it's a big ranch. but i like i kind of i just know the kind of general area i, I i'm so yeah. unfamiliar with all of that
2: that's how i am with kansas and hell it's just 40 miles north of me yeah i know where the ranch is and i know real good how to get to dodge because i drove back and forth every fucking weekend from that godforsaken forsaken place oh, dodge
0: city what a shithole it's a good time to go to college and get drunk oh, i that's bet about- so i bet you kind of got to watch yourself in different places though like uh yeah like el coyote yeah, like there, it's not not there's all a lot of, of
2: in there. Yeah, you get staffed real fast.
0: <laughs> yeah, like it's not all the bars, but there's some of those bars where, and uh yeah, it sounds bad, but like it's a bunch a uh, bunch of Mexicans and a lot of them from old Mexico, and uh they they are not afraid to pull a knife. Like they get
2: nasty real fast. But Central Station is a hellacious good time, and they've got yeah. a really good. Steak. Yeah, and it's, it's funny if you though you go in there and you're underage and you get a steak and you stay in there until it's uh party time, they never ID you and you've
0: been served all night. There you go. Are you, you're finally over that age nowadays, aren't you though? Yeah, I turned last July I was twenty one. Okay. So I, I thought so, I thought uh I thought you were you were for sure over twenty-one now. Yeah, I remember those those tricks back in the. I'm, yeah, it's been a long long while ago, but it was, it was a good time.
1: Good I think time. I've been carded more
5: for gambling than for drinking. I just walked in.
0: I've never been carded for gambling. I've never got to go gamble. Me neither. Eh, probably better off. I, just, I mean, uh, it can be a good time. And also it could be a very bad time. <laughs> and uh yes. more often than That's not, awful. it's 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 not real good or bad. It's just mostly you you lose. And uh just you usually don't like I mean unless you got, got a real problem, you usually don't lose that much and you're just like, Oh fuck, that sucks and you But yeah, I, I could see how a guy could just lose his fucking ass in something like that. I I'm
3: not a very good loser.
0: Yeah. yeah, I'm. I'm not either. It's, uh, uh, you know, and we don't even have a state tax here. But uh, yeah, but you can donate a plenty of money to the state of Nevada <laughs> at them damn casinos.
3: <laughs> Speaking of the wind up around here, it's blowing big time now.
0: Is it? Yeah. It's. Uh, is it? Is it typically blow pretty pretty good in your part of the world?
3: Yeah, it blows. I don't know if you can see it, but.
0: Oh, yeah. It's,
2: well, he's in Texas. Texas
0: blows and Kansas sucks. Oklahoma just takes all the shit. Pretty much.
5: Yeah, it's... Uh, I had a big kill me the other day. What's that now? Well, the wind knocked down a tree. Oh, no, trying to kill me, honestly.
1: <laughs> I jumped off of the flat deck trailer and the thing fell down as I was walking away.
0: Oh, shit. That's, uh, yeah, that's, that's a little spooky. I, uh, I haven't had, well, we don't have a whole lot of trees out here either. So, uh, didn't have to worry about that too much. Uh, yeah, that's one thing about being on, out on the prairie. There's nothing to stop the wind. There's not a whole lot that it can fuck up either. I mean, like just speaking, like, you know, you, you can blow sh- shit away, but like <clears throat> that, that's, that's the only s- the stuff that like has any danger of fucking anything up is like when a trampoline or something blows away, you know, that then it blows across somebody's you know, windshield as they're driving by. And then that fucks. <clears throat> <up. laughs> like, yeah. I've had to go pick up trampoline springs up by the highway. Cause we
4: just, <laughs> a
2: mile off of 81 at, when I was a kid i did pick up trampoline springs i don't know how many damn times and then we finally took a bunch of teeth posts and planted them low enough we could slide the trampoline over where we didn't kill ourselves while we was on the trampoline
0: yeah and tied it to that and it's never blown away since yeah there you go i uh yeah i could imagine if uh if you didn't get your teeth posts sunk low enough and uh <laughs> just impale <laughs> yourself on a, on yourself a fucking on green tee post when you're trying to do a backflip <laughs>
2: yeah no it get a little sketchy real real fast but no we we made sure we sunk them low enough for everybody's safe you know OSHA and all that shit
0: yeah we're, we're all about safety here on the, the Burning Daylight podcast Sa- safety first then teamwork yeah safety uh, and teamwork Um, I don't know if you guys have been following this story. I've not, I don't know much about it other than uh, it was trending on Twitter, but it was hashtag me poo. And, uh, so Johnny Depp is going through a, uh, a defamation lawsuit
2: on Facebook. I didn't read much of it right before I got on here. I just kind of like grazed over. It was like, Hmm, that's interesting.
0: Yeah, it was, uh, So, and I I don't, it's one of those like, like celebrity gossip things that I don't really follow much, but they've talked about it on drinking bros a couple of times. So that's the only like frame of reference I have on it. But apparently, um, Johnny Depp and this, uh, this, his, I don't know if it was wife or girlfriend or whatever, but Amber Heard is her name and they they got in this real weird public um divorce time- i mean I think it was a divorce, so it must have been his wife um but now she like she sued him for defamation, and um now I wonder if he's gonna counter sue her for defecation because he was given his testimony today, like he was on the stand under oath, and um there is a picture of like just a big old big old fat turd. <laughs> on bed sheets and apparently she shit on his side of the bed. Um and I don't know like how that plays into like what role that plays into the story, but like <sighs> Hollywood people are fucking weird, dude. <laughs> like, <that laughs> There's, was, <a> <laughs>
2: There's not a, many to hit a woman and it, it was that the, could
0: classify as one. It, it was the shit heard around the world. Yes, and and it was in state court. I guess it must have been in state court because, uh, like, there's video of him testifying, and you know, federal court they don't allow cameras and shit. So, um, yeah, like it's all it's all out there, public record under oath. That yeah, she shit on his side of the bed, and like that's an alpha move. I mean yeah i wouldn't want johnny, to johnny depp that got bitched right there i mean like, like you said that there's only one response to that and like unless you just like
4: piss, throw on, it. Uh,
0: piss on her on the spot maybe but outside of that like it just comes to blows after that and and that that's a man move so like you can expect to get hit like a man on that type of move um I don't know if he hit her or not, but if he did, I would say that's justified. And I, I, I'm a guy coming from a good Christian upbringing with strong morals that at one point, um, would, and, uh,
2: what would the Supreme court name for that case be like road versus Wade be like shit versus
5: punch or what? Mm, see, it'd be, uh, I, it, it's depth versus heard
2: but I don't,
4: hmm.
2: I didn't know if you would use names or would you, you'd use like descripting like well, their I, name, descriptors of what happened in that, that one. Cause pretty interesting.
0: The official name would be, you know, like the legal name would be something like depth versus herd or whatever, or, or it'd be like, we're not uh, talking about legal. I we're know, talking but, about like, Yeah. So like, uh, it, it'd be, I'm trying to think of, uh, like citizens United, you know, whatever that ruling is not actually citizens United, you know, it's, uh, I think think it is citizens United versus, uh, something, I don't know, but yeah, you could, you could definitely think of, of some, some sort of catchy name for that. Like, Hmm. It's not a conspiracy. So you can't, you can't use like the gate at the end of it.
5: So it can't be shit gate. Um, but, um,
0: Something with poo. Some yeah, it'd have to be something with poo to Charmin make it a, a good.
5: Yeah. Uh, you're cutting out there. Well, oh, Charmin versus Depp. Charmin versus Depp. I uh, that that's not bad. That's not bad. Charmin keep that in their commercial. Their toilet paper is just as soft as Johnny Depp's. oh shit everybody just left oh he's back now yeah my
0: my damn camera uh, i don't know i don't know what's going on with it had to it go take a shit it did have yeah a, it take a shit um yeah and uh but there was there's like there was a, a picture of this i mean it was a i mean it was, it was definitely a turd i mean <laughs> and there's and uh not a snake no it was not not a snake it was not a snickers bar uh speaking of snicker bar supposedly they were going to take the dick vein out of the Snickers bars um but snickers said uh that is false we're keeping the dick vein (laughs) yeah i i didn't know that was ever a discussion like i didn't know that ever I had never considered so it a dick vein it. until I saw I, that, and then I was like, "Huh? Yeah, it is." They of, took the dick
3: off the syrup bottle. They took the Indian off the tobacco. Took the Indian off the butter.
0: Yeah, and and uh, you, you can't you can't take the dick vein. You just can't can't allow it. Can't happen.
5: Don't just run or man. Man's
0: Yeah, man's rights. Damn it. That's right, and uh. Yeah, like I said, I never had heard it called the Dick Vein before till I I, I read something about it on Twitter. I heard it. Yeah, and then but do you think about it, you're just like, huh? Yeah, it kind of is, isn't it?
2: <laughs> Every like, time you ate a Snicker bar,
0: yeah, and it's like, huh? Weird, <laughs> weird. <laughs> yeah, I never, never, uh, never saw it till you see it, and you're just um, like, huh? I might not ever
5: eat a Snicker yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah snickers sales go uh they decrease decreased uh drastically yeah. now that people realize that it looks like a dick vein <laughs>
4: uh,
0: <laughs> there, there, there'll be a bunch of uh, southern preachers that uh that start boycotting snickers now and those speaking same, same of... southern preachers will get caught, uh like sucking some dude off in a bathroom stall at a truck stop. Speaking of
3: sitting on the bed, my buddy of mine, he was going to college. One of their friends went out the night before, went home with this girl. He had a job interview the next day. He got up that morning and his clothes were gone, and she was gone, and he was at her house. Well, oh, he got. Uh, he got pissed off, and he shit in her bed. Oh. And no more, because she thought that she ran off and stole his clothes. No more than he shit in the bed. And then <laughs> he, She walks in the door and had taken his clothes to the cleaner to get steamed and
0: cleaned and had donuts. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, that's,
0: that's awesome.
2: Okay, I've got one that's pretty damn close. It's a second-hand story, but a bulldogger had gotten in a wreck. Horn went up his asshole. Mm -hmm. And there was a girl he'd liked for a long time. And uh, he finally gets to go out on a date with her. Well, he's not too long after his surgery getting everything, you know, fixed. And it's not all strong down there. (laughs) He hasn't done his Kegels. Yeah, no, he had not done any of his giggles. <laughs> and he's taking her home, and evidently it hits him. Oh. And he's like, oh, God. He pulls into her house, like, shoves her out of the pickup and hauls ass home, and he didn't make it.
3: <laughs> so he's in the front yard, hosing his ass off, and she pulls in because she left her purse in his pickup.
2: Oh <laughs> He shit. said he never got to go out on a date with her again. He said the lights hit him and he just turned bent over with the garden hose, <laughs> to the shit off of his ass. Oh, <laughs> He fuck. said he leaked through his britches onto the fucking seat. Evidently he'd had something rough to eat the day before.
3: <laughs> but, oh. And it was man, all kinds of bad.
0: <laughs> those, I've I've had those, uh, like, you'll I, and I've had them, like, miles out from ever from nowhere and then I've also had them, like, like headed down the alley to go get a shipping pin and just like oh, no it's happening now and just like <laughs> so hopefully i'm not by the office when that when that happens and uh, the office ladies don't have to to get a look at my white ass uh, just just laying a deuce but
3: over just
2: get her hell the but, worst is when you're back of the pasture you got to chew in and you've been drinking coffee all morning and you step on horse and you get back there and it just all hits you at once and then you know trotting out or loping out and you're all shook up mm-hmm. you just go find a corner post bearing down next to and go at it
0: yeah yeah that's uh that's about all you can do you either cut the top of your stock off or you, you cut the cut the bottom of your shirt off or something yeah there, there's there's always solutions you
3: always gotta have you always gotta have shit tickets with you i don't care where you're at where you're at
0: I'm I'm a big fan and especially after you have kids like you'll carry baby wipes with you everywhere. Uh baby wipes are a lifesaver. Yeah. I uh, uh that's uh that that's a life hack for for everybody out there like that you know you, you even if you do happen to shit yourself, you can still you can get cleaned up pretty pretty sparkly. Uh yeah, it's a vastly greater invention than than just plain old toilet paper.
1: Oh yeah, my dad always says use a pine cone. It takes off the new and the old.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm. I suppose it would, especially if you. I guess if you take it the wrong way, if you go big and first. Oh, God. I,
3: think you're supposed to, I don't think you're supposed to sit on the pine cone. No, I always heard corn cob.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that was uh, that was kind of a was, deal, Was that, corn cob. that
3: makes sense around Kansas?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pinecone though, like I said, yeah, you definitely don't want to sit on it. I mean, like it's probably not going to feel good going in, but like I said, you pull out from that big end and there's, there's, there's going to, something's going to catch.
3: Yeah. I don't know what would be worse,
2: that horn off that dog and steer or pinecone. <laughs> yeah. Because the horn on the dog and steer is going to be tipped. So you're going to have a pretty blunt end going in first.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's not going to give much, uh, if at all. Um, Pinecone will break. I mean, you might have to worry about debris and shit later. This, well, uh, has got graphic off odd. fast. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but if it, the sheer physics of it. Yeah, I, I don't know if there's a clear winner there. Um just
3: one of those. Both suck.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna say there's a clear loser, and that's your that's your butthole. But uh, yeah, <laughs> but I don't know if there's a clear winner in that in that situation. Uh,
5: yeah. No sir, uh, no sir.
0: But you know that that that's what made the whole uh, toilet paper crisis so much funnier. Is like you could literally use anything that fits between your ass cheeks as toilet paper. Literally anything. Um, and some not as pleasant as others, but yeah, there, there, there's, there's plenty a handful of grass, you know, um, I did, did, uh, witness a dude, uh, grab a handful of poison Ivy to to wipe with. And I was like, Oh, yeah, that didn't burn. We, uh, we threw a tube of Corona, or I guess they didn't come in the tube yet. It was just still the like the little jar of Corona ointment. Just threw that to him and said, good, good luck. Yep. Stuff works wonders, but I don't know how well it worked. I, I had I don't know if it was poison oak or poison ivy. I had one of those poison uh, deals, and I put some Corona ointment on it, and it cleared it right up. So... I don't know. I don't know how it did on this bee hole, but eesh. I've
2: never had. It, knock on wood. Never. I've been around it, and supposedly somebody told me I was in it. I can't tell the difference, but I never got it. So I maybe I'm one of those ones that don't get it quite so bad. But shit, I I've seen guys that get it bad, and it's awful. I feel it like their whole leg will be
0: fucking rash huh. that shit. that uh that'd be miserable i, I used yeah, to get... from, go ahead
1: from about february till i don't know probably june i've got it somewhere on my body i just get in the shower and burn it with hot water i don't know if the mild burn takes it the itch away it kills the skin or what but it doesn't itch for the day and then i do it again Huh?
0: well there you go i uh I'm a big fan of a hot shower. I like got, I know a lot of, like, I don't like cold showers. Uh, I do, I do like a solid 30, 30 seconds to end it just to like, especially if I take a shower in the morning, do like 30 seconds of just cold, cold water. Cause then you're just like <laughs> ready to go after that. But, uh, it sucks the entire 30 seconds. Yeah, no, I'm,
2: I can't do a hot shower in the summertime, but it'll be at least warm. I don't let it get cold.
0: Yeah. Summertime, I don't do the scalding hot showers, but I, uh, yeah, speci- especially uh, after a windy day, <clears throat> something about that wind, like it just like, it just gets in your bones and phew, it's hard to get warmed up. It, Yeah. So I just take a hot, hot shower
2: yeah, that ain't much better after a nice windy day of breaking ice and checking shit, come inside and have something warm to eat. And then a nice one. Yeah. Like you feel about yourself.
0: <laughs> yeah. And then you just gotta, you spend the next couple of days just digging shit out of your eyes. Like I've even tried flushing my eyes with uh, like contact cleaner and it doesn't help. It doesn't help. You still, you'll, you'll dig shit out from behind your eyeballs for, for a while. Just dig, fucking black rocks out of your eyes is what it seems like every yeah. morning. And yeah, you blow your nose and it just comes out, just black. Yeah, yeah, fun. Okay. Yeah, it's it nope. fucking sucks. Yeah. We're in the wrong line of work, boys. I know it. <laughs> I know it. It's uh, my
2: head, and I'm know. like, kid, I could have an office job, or I could go mechanic, or some shit, and you I know. could be some. Where the wind don't hit me, the sun don't hit me. And
4: it's
0: oh. just nice. <laughs> Yesterday morning was so fucking nice. It was like it was like 38 degrees or something like that. So just like had enough of a chill in the air where it was just it was kind of nice. And it got up to like, I think it was pushing, it was like bumping up on 75. And then the wind hit. And then like today it just I woke up at you know, quarter to five, and heard the wind howling. and I was like, "Fuck me, I don't want to go outside."
3: It blowed for it blowed for a week straight here at about twenty miles an hour to so thirty miles an hour, it got yeah. up forty. It was measured, but it's still blowing right now. But it, it's not as bad as it has been. But it's been so damn bad that you don't even want. I don't even want to saddle a horse. I just want to call in and be like, "All right, I'm not coming today." I don't.
0: In. Well, today, like we, we had a bunch. Of, I was telling Bobby when we, he first jumped on, I uh, I saddled my good horse, even though I rode her yesterday. And I like, I hate, I hate riding them two days in a row. They don't need it, and I've got others there. But I was like, fuck, we got a. I had a. Pile of heifers to sort. They're all all Holsteins. The wind's blowing. They're not gonna. They're not. They don't sort worth a fuck, anyways. And now they're really up. not. Now they're really not gonna sort. So because instead of like trying to run over the top of you, they're they're just gonna huddle up and not move. And I'm I'm just not gonna fuck with one of my one of my other horses. Like now we're, we we got to get shit done as quick as way. possible.
3: Especially when it's cold. I got. Two shorter horses, one I ran shote on or I still ran rodeo on some, but when it's cold and I got nine million clothes on, I just catch the shortest one.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's uh Yeah, it's it's a good uh it's a good bet. And then yeah, like, you, you got a couple big days in a row, just like, I hate to do it to you, but there's a reason why you're the go-to horse, so. Extra feed, they'll be all right. Yeah, let's go to it, because. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, I know. You got to work two days in a row, but so do fucking I, so. Exactly. <laughs> let's, let's get after it.
3: I live down south. He, uh I said something one day, I'd been riding a horse for a couple of days, he was kind of Wild old thing anyways. I said, Dang, I said, I'll give this horse a break. He said, Oh no, buddy. We don't get no break. He don't need one either. You just turn around and rode off. <laughs> yeah. I you know, work on a yard down there in Texas, Ty? Do
2: what? You working like on a feed yard or you working on a ranch?
3: No, I live on we got eighty thousand acres out here north of Big Lake. Okay. I didn't know what was on. Yeah, no, I I live on a camp down here. I got to take care of 30,000 acres on this place.
2: Nice. How many are you running down there? Say that again, you were cutting out. How many are you running down there? How many would be on that 1,000, I guess, what I'm asking.
3: I got, oh, it just depends on what part of the ranch you're on, but I think I've got maybe 300 head on 30,000 acres for just cows. Jeez. (laughs)
2: Uh, <laughs> ride that board to see a damn cow out of here. Shit, we'll have a quarter section, 160 acres, around 30 cows.
3: I, I was raised up around Abilene, Wichita Falls. I've got yeah. family and all that. I got some family there in Clayton, Oklahoma, that are pretty wild. They live off in the mountains, but uh, yeah. We go to Waurika every year to that WRCA. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We come up there every year.
2: Yeah, no, around here, you don't have many cows and you don't have many big pastures. We're just, there's one deal. Well, there's a couple of deals. We're right north of the break between the, uh, going to the Cimarron and the Salt Fork Rivers. So back in them breaks on both sides, cause there's a big plateau kind of in there. I mean, you don't see it cause it's flatter and shit and it's only like a 30 foot rise, but you kind of get into some canyons. What we call yep. them canyons, canyon yeah. and, uh, it's pretty rough in there. There's a few big, I mean, there's one deal I know of and it's two sections and there's a couple other deals that are like a section or two section pastures, but around here, it's just quarter sections, mostly wheat. And then you get into some of the shitty sorry ground. It'll be, some of it'll be native grass still, but a lot of it guys have went back to a Bermuda grass deal because we can fertilize and get a hell of a lot more growth.
3: Most of this stuff's, out here is just, you know, ranch country. We don't, we got like 600 acres of farmland, but like the biggest pasture out here is on me. And it's like 12,000 acres. There's 120 head of cows in it right now. Yeah. No, that's, so, that's, that's why I was, still, whenever y'all were saying about, when y'all were saying that's why I was, what y'all feeding them? Like, we're, I'm still caking cows. This it's, I mean, we're dry.
2: Yeah, I know. We'll have our yearlings turned down on wheat pasture and we'll chop a bunch of silage yeah. and we'll supplement our wheat pasture with silage. I mean we'll put a little right. little bit of protein in with it sometimes and help yeah. like like right now we've got a bunch of but our little calves because we don't we're only grazing off a little bit with the price of wheat this year. Shit, you can't afford to graze it. You gotta cut it. But uh There
3: ain't very much wheat around here, around Texas anywhere that I know of.
2: Get out in the Panhandle and there's some. It's just, and I don't know why, but my dad's always told me he tried out there grazing cattle on wheat, and it just there ain't the gains out there that we get right in here. I
3: mean, there's this area, even back around home, this big wheat pasture country. There ain't there ain't no wheat around Wichita Falls, Abilene. There's a few spots. I'm not gonna say there's not, but it's not like it usually is.
2: Yeah, I know. You get from like Kingfisher up into here, up into northern Oklahoma. Like Alva back here to Enid and the Little East. I
5: got a, I got a snap by that lives one, but he, uh, he runs a bunch of yearlings and he, he's always got something going.
2: Yeah, I know. The yearlings damn sure keep you busier than the cows do. There's times I scratch my head wondering why the fuck we don't just run cows and yeah. It. But at the same time, it's a hell of a lot more economical to run yearlings around here because I don't know oh, yeah. old- Bunch of cows and they don't make much money, but the yearlings I buy do way better. Yeah.
0: You, you, uh, you hedge those pretty good, I'd imagine, huh?
2: The yearlings? Yeah. Um, well, like my dad will because he runs a hell of a lot. My dad and grandpa run together, they'll run a hell of a lot more than I do. I just run a couple hundred myself and I'll use a LRP and that deal works pretty good. Um, if you'll get in the right month with it, if you'll get in those months where you know it's going to crash, like March, because it mm. always crashes when we've got to come off wheat in this country. And so all the farmers and everybody take all their calves to town and they'll break the shit out of the market that week of the March 15th. Mm. So like, if you'll buy your LRP in that month, because normally like this time of year, you can get one bought pretty good and then it'll pay. But like I bought one in January and I bought one in February and neither one of them some bitches paid. Mm. And but my one in March that I bought paid and the one year before that I bought in March paid. So you you just gotta play the game.
0: Yeah, it's uh I I was uh I was talking with um Sarah Waddell uh the other day and I was just like hey, it's a good time to take care of somebody else's cows <laughs> you know like i i keep thinking about like maybe getting into and i i'm just like I, I might sell a little bit of beef here and there um but outside of that i'm i'm fine just punching somebody else i got cows.
2: 21 we'll shove on the truck and send your way hell i've even got i've got 29 21 of them are falls the other eight are springs we'll just mm. send them Hey,
0: they'll fit on a truck. I'll even load the bull. Oh shit! I don't know what I'd do with them. I'd have to. I'd have to scramble to find somewhere to run them. But that's not I, my problem. That's I, problem. I. I know. <laughs> you just send the check. I'll send the cows. That's. I'm done. See, that's the good thing is I don't have the. I don't. I mean, I could send you all the checks you want, and ain't a ain't a damn one of them going to clear. But <laughs> I'll keep sending them. <laughs>
3: you send the cows first, and I will send the check. <laughs>
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I know how that shit goes. I've heard about stories like that. <laughs> yeah, I love fucking cows and sent them his way. Three weeks later I was down there in his country gathering them fucking cows.
4: <laughs>
0: yeah, I we I think it's funny for uh you know, like the the old myth of like what the cowboy's supposed to be and the in the rancher, like there is some no good counterfeit cocksuckers in the horse and cattle business. I mean, like, I whether, so uh, yeah, I, I think they're for the most part, they're pretty few and far between, but the one, the few that are out there are some just kind of the worst of the worst. And, uh, and I think we've all had to deal with them at, at some point or another. And the good thing is like, they, that 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 shit goes around quick and uh people find out. Like it it's amazing how uh yeah, you,
3: you know it's crazy, you suck one dick and you're a cocksucker. You fuck up one time and fuck somebody over, you're fucking a dickhead everywhere.
5: Yep, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That is very true.
2: Yeah. yeah, that is true. But being on my side of the table, when I mean I get it. I mean, I and I also get being on your side because I've been on both. I mean, I wouldn't help guys together. And I mean, like, I'm not full-time supporting myself and my family and whatnot right now. I mean, I'm working for my dad yeah, most of the time. And I run a few of my own on the side. And I've got a few hundred acres rented for myself. And so I've been on both sides of the table. And both sides suck. I've heard yeah. guys like, well, I want my name on the front side of the check. No, you really fucking don't. Because lots of times the one with the back, where your name's on the back, make a hell of a lot more money. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm more money going on catch jobs than on some years than I've made turning yearlings out and then selling
5: them.
0: Yeah. I, uh, I don't know. there, And there's just, there's another level of stress and headache that uh when you're on the other side of I actually having to write that check that's that's for damn sure and uh yeah and, and like the more like if if you're not if you're not set up to where like you're you're coming into a family operation or uh or you're already into to a little bit of money to right off the get go like real fucking hard to make Ranch and pencil out nowadays. I mean, they're real fucking hard. The
2: problem with being coming into something, you've already got something set up. Yeah. I mean, if dad and Paul have done it like this for years, that's where you're stuck. I mean, if you're like, hey, why don't we change Mm -hmm. and they don't listen to you? It's not as great coming into something as a guy thinks.
0: No, no. And I'm not saying that it is. I'm just saying, like, but I get it's still still possible.
2: yeah, no, it doesn't make it more possible, and you just got to eat your your share of it because mm-hmm. you're a low man on the totem pole. And one of these days, yeah, hopefully it's yours. But yeah. at the same time, you sit back and scratch your head, I can go work for somebody else and maybe maybe have a few on my own for a little bit and then step off and do it on my own on a small scale and maybe stop to do a bunch of catch jobs and stuff. And that's, I, I don't, there ain't a good side of it.
0: No, I just, I want to, damn it, Gilbert Gottfried. He had to die, go up and die on me because I think I could have made several millions of dollars off of Free Range Holstein. If I could have made it happen, I think it could have made a a lot of money because I know people would tune into that shit. I would. Yeah. I know I would, so I know there'd be a lot of people that would. And uh, and then I could go run like the most traditional cowboy outfit you could think of and still maybe be able to pay pay a guy a decent wage. But but there'd be no way I'd make money on that ranch. It'd just be. Yeah, it would just be living off of residuals from free range Holstein's.
2: Yeah, I was in the house filling up my water jug. I looked up; the news was on. I was like, "Son of a bitch! I need to text him, <laughs> to let him
0: know that his dream is now dead." I know. I luckily, like, I, I was, uh, I think I was taking a shit, looking at Twitter, and I saw it, and I was like, "So I, I got to put my little deal out there before, because like, I, I got." I don't know, probably 20 messages about, <laughs> about Gilbert Godfrey, which is awesome. That's one of the cool things about, uh, about having the, the podcast is people always send me shit like that. And, uh, but I, I got to see it before and I was like, son of a bitch, why Gilbert? <laughs> but, oh well, RIP, that, that guy was funny as shit. He, uh, the voice was, it was a little much, but goddamn, he was funny. Uh that would have been such a funny show. I I'm still going to try it. I don't know who who would narrate it nowadays. I've heard I've heard a uh, a couple uh suggestions and I don't know, we'll have to Yeah, we might have to get somebody yeah. serious. Oh so, yeah, either
2: ultra serious or ultra goofy. That's your two. There's nothing in the middle that'll work
0: no and and if it's gonna be ultra serious, it's gonna have to be scripted, so like I'm gonna have to write the lines for it and I, like a I know that's the thing
4: <clears throat>
0: and that that's why Gilbert Godfrey would have been maybe bill burr Bill Burr would be funny he doesn't yeah, have, I, he doesn't do. have the uh, annoying voice, but uh, his uh like off the cuff commentary would be hilarious
5: yeah,
4: yeah.
0: that'd be i think i don't know there's some i bet you there's some comedians that that i could get to do it for for relatively cheap oh yeah cheap cheap yeah yeah we you know we could also this this could even if i could make it happen i could just film it and then we could watch it as a bowl session I could just get random random cow hands like I do for these bull sessions. Not that you guys are—I feel like you guys are, are buddies at this point. Uh, like I talk to you guys on on social media on a, you know somewhat regular basis, and uh, and like Richard, your first time on on the show, but uh, but the other fellas have been on before. And <clears throat> but like just do that and just like watch all the footage of it uh, and the commentary would be pretty gold. <laughs> See, we might it might. <laughs> Free range Holstein might still be alive. Free range bull sessions. Yeah. Free range sessions. There yeah. you go. Eight, but we got to uh, get her in? So it's still it's still alive. So I, I still got to make about a billion dollars so I can I can just run uh, uh, just an obscene amount of Holsteins on a mountain permit. Um, Come but on, I still I watched them I watched them chase a tumbleweed across the feedlot pens today and i can only imagine if they spotted a mountain lion cuz there is no survival instinct in those animals. No, uh, they're so well. Yeah, and curious as hell. Like they don't know they don't fear much of anything. If you crowd them a little bit, they they kind of somewhat have a a flight response, but for the most yeah. part
3: they damn sure have no stranger danger.
0: Yeah, and, and so they'd see a mountain lion and just... And then they'd just have the whole herd of Holsteins, like, tail up in the air, just wagging, and just... And that, that old lion's just going to be like, what the fuck is this? And just, I'm gone. I, I don't... Yeah, I'm gone.
3: That's a big and asshole. asshole.
0: Yeah. So you up might... Tank. You might have uh, like a few a few calves lost, but for the most part, I don't think you'd have that much of a predator problem with, with a bunch of Holsteins.
1: Probably not.
0: <laughs> uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know what you do with the Holsteins. Once, <laughs> once you get a calf crop, I mean, I, you can just go the dairyman style and just do, uh, do full crossbred. You could still do the, the time. Hey, AI. Things,
3: um, there's people down around uh, Waco that turn them little shits out on oats. Oh, no shit. Oh, yeah.
0: How'd that turn out? Yeah,
2: I've, I've never been around them much, but all I've ever heard, any guys that have done it, they just walk around to look for a place to die.
0: Yeah,
3: you,
5: I mean, they, they dog for them once, and after that, piss on them. they're just... They're cheap, and... That's all. I mean,
3: that's the the reason. they bounds or I think you know, they're cheap. Yeah, and I especially, like, and would say pi test everything. You know, the guys I'm talking about, but they they run quite a few, and I think it's kind of one of those deals. Just try to keep them alive best you can, but it's so easy to burn one up. Yeah, yeah,
0: they're well, and they they just don't have much of an immune system. Uh, no,
5: they're
3: just big old. I don't even I mean. I don't know. I don't even yeah. know. I don't know what they, uh, they wouldn't, they ain't, they, it's not very good beef, but it's not bad if you get one fat, you
0: know? Yeah. It just takes a long time to get them fat. If you get them fat, um, yeah. You, you won't tell the difference. Uh, it, it's, it's dang good, but yeah. my, my
2: grandpa used to kill a whole bunch when there was a dairy here, kind of not too far from us. And they'd go buy the bull calves. Cause there for a while, if you were a dairy guy and you got a bull calf, you either had somebody to buy them for, a little more than nothing, or you knocked them in the head, yeah. And uh, him and my grandma and my dad all contend that you get one fat because of the butter fat or something. I don't know, but they contend that's some of the if you really get them truly fat, that's yeah. some of the best meat you can eat. I don't know, never I've, necessarily had one that
3: I know of. I, see, I eat one, or we actually eat sound like a dang hillbilly. We ate one that uh. A guy raised for, I don't know, a couple of years and then put him on beef seeds for about a year. And then steaks and ribeyes were dang it good.
0: No. Oh, yeah. They, they, it's, it's good beef. It just takes forever to, to get them there. And they're, and you know, they're, I don't know, just by the, by the time you get them to, I think the one that I, and he was like a squattier Kind of you know more of an angus type face uh holstein like he was he was full Holstein, but he was fourteen fifty about and uh that's the big fourteen that's
1: fifty pretty damn big
0: yeah, and uh he he was sure enough finished, but like and then like you put him on a holstein frame and but you get those, those ones with like the longer face on them and they're just more way more framey. Like, yeah, they, they'll still be, you know, 14 to 1500 pounds before you get them like finished if you want a real good, good beef on them. And they're like seven foot tall too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like 18 hands tall. They're fucking massive. Just massive. So what's your doctor program on them
2: versus like a traditional beef calf? Is it different or is it the same?
0: Um We we use micotill first treatment on on them, uh on these heifers and I forget what we used on the on the steers. We haven't got any Holstein steers in a while, but uh I think we treated them like a low risk uh beef steer. So I think it was like uh, I think that's biomycin but we use first treatment. Um, but, the <clears throat> that Micotill works wonders on, uh, on, uh, on them Holstein heifers. Like I, I've had one that I, like, I doctored in the alley. Like I didn't even have to like her down or anything. I just like pushed her up against the fence. Like I didn't even, not, not even pin her behind a gate. I just leaned her up against the fence and gave her a shot of Micotill and uh, I was like, well, I'll have to come pick you up in the morning. There's one I just missed bigger and shit, you know, and no, that bitch got bread and head back home. <laughs> I was like, huh, that, 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 that Mike deal works, works fucking wonders, you know? And, and I think the cabs are a lot worse off or like the steers are a lot worse off on like survivability, uh, Cause some, some of those Holstein heifers can hang on for a bit, but they're, they're also, they just don't have the same hardiness as, uh, no. as something that's raised on mama. Yeah.
2: Like them Florida calves I get in, I'll mass them when they, on my first doctor, I mean, 24 hours after to get off the truck. Yeah. I'm with exceed and I'll give them nasogen, worm them, pour them and brand them. Yeah. And after that, it's Jackson first pull every yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah.
5: And after you that back, you can't back drag up or anything, can you? New floor. New floor. It I mean,
2: but at the same time, why wait to use your best drug? Yeah. That's the other thing. I mean, yeah, you have a little trouble not I mean backing it up, but I mean new floor is the next best thing and then you ever I've tried, tried North and it works all right but i i'm not sold on it
0: um and you know out outside's completely different than than uh running them inside as well so but i have had really good uh response with Zach um uh, yeah pre- i'm pre- pre- all right um Draxon's good shit but i, I think i like Dra- uh, Zach Tran the best honestly
2: yeah you know, well, we're- i'm and We're it was still- worked really well because they just—I mean—they just fell on their face. I was pulling; there was seventy head in there, and I think I pulled twelve head in one day. Mm. And I was like, "Nope, we ain't going any further." I massed them with Zach Tran, and they perked right up. And then after that, I used new no, new floor on a couple of them.
4: Yeah, but
2: yeah, if I'm gonna mass them, I'm gonna use Zach Tran. But Jack and Zach Tran are pretty much the same thing.
0: Yeah, basically, oh. and Zaprivo is not that much different either. They're they're all basically the same shit. No, and Mikey Tail kind of falls in that family too. But
4: it's yeah. just,
2: I guess it's to each to own. But I really, I really, really like Jackson on first pull. I mean, you'll have some like you say, you just miss bigger <laughs> shit. You're like, damn. Well, I'm picking it up tomorrow, and I've hit him with Jackson and Batrel, and that Batrel gives him that real fast, full, big charge. And, I mean, I'll give just kind of the shorter end of the batrel and
5: a full deal of Jackson. And I've, I've saved myself a hell of a lot. Yeah.
4: Yeah, I, uh,
0: see, I batrel in the feedlot is, uh, you Probably. might as well just be pouring water down them. It's...
3: I mean, yeah, well, I, back, I, I take care of all the ranch steers over here, whatever we wean. And that's all we doctor with, Batrel L.A., Ben- I mean, that's it. I mean, you got when you get in them, you better stay in
0: them.
2: Yeah, yeah. No, I don't like L.A. on them little bitty calves that we get in. It seems to burn them up. I tried it, and it just burned the hell out of them. But I'm also working with like a like I said, 250 to 300 pound calf versus you're probably working with like
3: a 500 pound calf. Yeah, some sometimes six or seven, but we weigh pretty big calves. Yeah, yeah. so it, it's just. But like I said, that 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 LA and the Vanamine and all that, it, and even the the Batre, it, it works. But you don't get at it, if you don't get them caught quick, you're pissing in the wind.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah you you give yourself a pretty good cushion when you get into those those long lasting uh, drugs, uh, you know, Drax and oh. Zactran, uh, Zuprevo. Uh, you you can miss something and and still have a chance on them when they're when they look real shitty. Um, yeah, but I uh, you say you use new, you ever use any norfinical
2: Well, yeah, that's what I use. Is okay, North yeah, but
0: that, there's new no floor. sense, there's no sense in buying brand name New Floor anymore. Like, no, and hell, there's a there's a uh off brand Jackson now,
2: but yeah, they got that KP and Zoetis I'm pretty sure he has a patent on Jackson, yeah. If you buy from the right people, they'll come back and credit you the difference between Draxon or even Draxon KP versus an off-brand Draxon. So you may as well just buy the brand name shit. I mean, it goes through a syringe like water. So, yeah. yeah. I'm
3: terrified to carry Draxon. I mean, I'm scared I'm to bust the
2: bottle. <laughs> well, you got to get that cover. And also, I heard from a rep one time, if you ever bust the bottle, you call. And as long as you haven't had it for like a long time, and it's like okay, you had like two shots left in it, yeah. they'll send you a bottle. Yeah, or uh, like like say you had like a two fifty, and you'd had it for a little while, they send you like a hundred mill or something.
3: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. For they a- they would refund our or like replace ours at the feed lot, but it was always still you're, you're carrying around an eighteen hundred dollar, you know, five hundred five hundred yeah. PC bottle, Here's like. <laughs> yeah yeah if i ever get pulled over
2: in my feed pickup that i feed at the yard with like they're gonna think some drug addict lives in there because there's syringe the little like 12 mil like disposable syringes and needles and shit all over that son of a bitch and then they're gonna pull my little bag out and they're gonna see okay Draxson new floor what are these drugs
0: yeah yeah it's uh yeah, it's wild. The, the wildest shit you dig out of your pockets uh, at the end of the day. Just yeah. Like, I don't know. The
2: worst it? is, hell, my
0: wife, like, I'll, when I ear notch, I'll
2: stick the ear notches in my back pocket. My wife will find ear notches in the dryer, and she'll just get after me about it. I'm like, shit, I don't know they're in there. And then my dog gets up tearing them across the house. So we've got like three or four ear notches that are just floating around the house. Like, like I say, our house is a wreck, but it's, this is the only room that is it, it's waiting on the little Bert to be here.
0: Hell yeah, dude. But, uh, no, I, uh, I've never had any ear notches in, in my, I've had tags, plenty of tags. Like I'll, uh, I'll cut tags on a dead and then like, you know, it's, it's like, sundown and i'll uh i'll just forget to 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 make out a dead ticket or something so uh, uh yeah the, the lucky thing is i've never had one like showed up in you know like a an actual id tag two months later you know i'll, I'll finally wash a pair of jeans and it'll just be like a lot tag or something like oh I, I hope i entered that one <laughs> I, I hope that one got accounted for uh, i've never yeah. i have never had one that wasn't, but yeah they' that's the one nice thing
2: about what I do where it's just us and our family. it's I've got a little book, I write all the shit in, yeah, every once I give it to my dad, he goes through and puts all of the shit in it's it's way easy on me i I don't know how you do it in that corporate deal type I mean you're not corporate right now, but no, but it's still you then my
0: yeah, we've got several different owners and uh Mm -hmm. and then like when we get a bunch of beef cattle in you know there's there's several different levels of ownership within that too just depending on like who bought them and and where they're headed and and you know like they're all the same family but there's like three or four different divisions within in that family Mm -hmm. operation and and yeah so you got to like there that's that's one of the biggest reasons when people ask like, "Why don't you just doctor in the pins? Well, if you pull sixty head a day and you have to doctor sixty head in the pins that that day that that sucks, and then trying to get all that shit built out to to the particular owners when you're when especially like if you run them through the chute and then you got your computer right there that's got everything and it like tells you how much to give each shot and uh, and then it builds it out automatically. Um, yeah, it just, it, it just
4: makes,
0: just makes way more sense for, for what we do. But there are times when we're like, ah, I'm not taking that one up to the hospital. Like i will come back later with a, with a syringe and, and just rope them and doctor them in the pen, but yeah. When you, when you got to, um, when you got to make, uh, medicine costs and everything all add up at the end of the month so you can send, uh, you know, accurate bills and whatnot, you got to, you got to confine your, your medicine usage to as a few points five. as possible. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No, when I'm not pulling many and I've got one that I'm just scratching my head about i'll just slip out of the old pickup with a rope open the hand and while they're standing at the bunk just get them kind of stepping down the bunk and pick up heels and lay them down tie them down and give them a shot real fast yeah but if i'm pulling a bunch i'll just go pull all my ones and doctor them all at once kick them into the sick pen and once a week go through the sick pen
0: yeah yeah it just uh yeah there there's there's times where where the rope is is necessary and needed, and that's about i mean it's your best friend but there's other times where like yeah you're not set up that way it's, uh, it's it's way i don't know just the the more the more cattle you get the more that you have to doctor and if you're gonna doctor that way that that just takes more people and uh and the and the shoot Cuts down a ton a ton of labor and uh, it's it's not as cowboy, but sometimes that's just yep. what you got to do.
2: Well, when you're one man like me, I mean, hell, I'm processing, receiving, feed crew, maintenance, mm-hmm. rider. I'm all of it. And so like if they're just one, I'll just, I keep a rope in the gun rack behind the seat of the pickup and I'll just sneak it out and laying down real fast. But if I've got four, I get, I'll just go pull them.
0: Yeah. Well, there's, there's not t- too many just like truly riding jobs out there. I mean, there, there's a few, but even, even most of like your, like your big circle outfits, like a, you know, like where you, you're taking care of uh, 30,000 acres. I mean, you still probably got to go, go ride fence. And uh, I mean, that's just part of the, part of the job anymore where it's, there, there's only a handful of, of wagon crews out there. There's only, and there's only, there's not that many where.
5: Unless uh, you get to or somewhere.
0: Yeah. They're just, and even then there's, there's still not a ton. They're, more yeah. often than not, if you're working. There was, you know,
5: <laughs> I,
3: there was a lot more than I thought. We went up there to Wyoming to that ranch, Ironman ranch Brown crowd this past summer. I got to talk to some guys. There's a lot more of them riding jobs than I thought there was up there.
0: Yeah, there there's there's more than you'd think, but like but then you, you uh for every you know, two or three riding jobs you'll you'll find like five or six guys that are working for for a you know, family outfit that's still kind of a big circle type deal, but you, you, right. you still kinda gotta go go fix yep. fence and, and irrigate and all that that shit too. And that's the thing, like
3: I don't know how it is everywhere, but even out when I was in New Mexico on that place camp job, you had to do everything.
2: Yeah. 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 There was one old boy oh my dad that uh that wasn't in his job description. He was there to take care of cattle and uh he didn't work there very long or work here very long when I was I mean I say I was probably seven, eight years old. Yeah. And yeah. I I remember just enough to remember him telling my dad that and then yeah, he wasn't there the next day and hell, I didn't know that there were just riding jobs. Until you started talking about it, I was like, shit, that sounds easy. Like, hell, I'd, I'll i go take care of cattle in the morning and in the afternoon, go build fence or yeah. off the tractor and go run that. Or I can kind of get the best of both worlds. I can go ride cattle when it's cool in the morning and then go crawl in the tractor and sit in the AC when it's hot in the afternoon and you don't want to do anything else.
0: Yeah. what what kind What kind of work are you doing out there, Richard?
1: Well right now I'm helping my dad run his he's got some cows and then I've been helping uh this guy I'm working for now, he's got cows and he does a partner uh I guess it's not a partnership deal, but it's with uh uh are we allowed to say names of businesses or no? Is it like a fairly deal? is Is it
0: is it the big feeder out there in California?
1: It's it's not Harris or anybody okay. like that. It they do like the uh, the Waigu cross type, you know. Oh,
0: okay. If yeah, you know, that, it, but it, it's a it's a partnership type deal with. It, uh, it's, like, it's a branded beef deal. Shares is what they're doing.
2: You what? Running them cows on shares. I bet. Is that what they're doing? Like he gets a portion of the calf crop, or he gets a portion of the money from the calf crop.
1: Yeah, they run those steers on a percentage and stuff like mm-hmm. yeah. And they yeah, do. that's that's not a bad deal on his end.
2: I've looked at that too, running taking in cows on shares. Do you look at in cactus? My, no, it wasn't a cactus corporate deal. I was just like other mom and pop. Mm. Type deal. Like there was a, I had a short chance, and I kind of let it go. So ran about seven hundred acres of grass. 30 miles north of here mm-hmm. and, and then i would just have them in the summertime like they'd show up now and leave in october or something and then i i just couldn't make it work with me wanting because i mean i took over starting cattle around here and everything mm-hmm. and i just wasn't gonna be able to make it work because by the time i get done starting cattle and then i go ride on my outside cattle, whether I, even I, even if I just go with the feed pickup and feed them, look through them and dart what I need to dart and then made it up there. Shit. It'd be two o'clock. And then yeah. the cows would be baited up in the trees. Cause there's, I mean, up there, it's kind of on the salt fork river. So there's a bunch of them salt cedars and shit that are about like mesquites but don't have thorns on them. And they just be them bigger than shit. And you wouldn't be able to find them and check them. So, <laughs> I just couldn't make it work to do it. If it was ten miles or 20, like ten miles away, I could have made it work. But I, I wasn't going to take that on and have two fucked up jobs at the same time. Yeah, I'd rather just have one that's kind of half fucked up, anyways.
5: Yeah. Um, yeah just a couple of
1: weeks ago, we were putting uh, Wagyu embryos in so they could grow them out, or they were supposed to be all tested bulls. So they could grow them out and lease them out to people for that uh, for American style Wagyu or whatever. Oh,
4: okay. Yeah.
1: Oh, I've, got some,
2: I've got a, well, a cousin of mine married a guy and they've started in on some of that Wagyu stuff. And they were kind of trying to talk us into it there for a while. And we looked into it and like, if you buy the bulls from the place, they'll give you like 30 cents over market. And that's not a bad deal, but I heard too many horror stories with some of them. I mean, kind of the same thing as the Holsteins; they kind of aren't very hardy, and they don't grow worth the shit there for a while. I mean, like even if we brought them back and turned them out on wheat, by the time you hit March fifteenth, where our home race calves are normally nine hundred pounds, them some bitches should mm-hmm. be seven fifty, mm-hmm. and so you pencil it, and you're kind of the same money. So you'd have to take them all the way
1: through grays off to get them up to nine hundred and make them more money. Yeah, we branded some the other day, and they look like a hat full of assholes. If you ask me, <laughs>
2: yeah, they're pretty freaking rough, and they're they're ugly. They look some like, bitches, like a
5: buffalo.
0: Yeah, I mean, real close they, to that type of deal. They got no ass end, and uh, they got a real big big front end, and the the horns are about yay big at the base, but they but they only go about that that long. And yeah, mm-hmm. they're some alien looking sons of bitches.
2: We had a neighbor's wagyu bull get out on a ranch up at Coldwater, and we had a couple of calves, and they were that away. And they just they look goofy, they killed and they ate freaking great. Yeah, but they look goofier than hell. Well, they're
3: not wild, oh, anyhow. I better not wild some books.
0: Yeah, they can no, be.
2: These weren't wild, they was pretty well my pets by the time I got done
3: feeding them out. Which- <laughs> We had a semi-load of them. We put on some heifers out here. By the time we got ready to pick them, well, we had them for a couple of years. We got them when they was yearling bulls, and we got rid of them when they was three. And them bucks, you just jump in a the pasture, they'd hook you, run off. They was wild.
0: Huh. I, I never, I, we had some, I think they were, they were half-breed, um, Wagyu, it was like Wagyu, I think I think they were Angus Cross. I don't know. They were but they and they were still plenty ugly. And uh they were waspy as hell. They they weren't next they weren't real hooky, but they they would fucking run. And he they didn't the damn f- sure f- snort at you when they'd when they'd run by yeah. you in the alley, they'd all they'd all yeah. look and <laughs> look
4: on you. Pins, they'd run to you,
3: hook your horse in the chest and then spin around and kick him in the mouth all the same motion. No shit. Oh yeah, there's wild lowland guns.
0: Huh? Yeah, our, our, these weren't weren't that that waspy. Me. I, I mean, they
3: got handled, but like I said, we. I mean, you just prowl around through your cattle, but yeah, you no, know, we just turn them out.
5: Yeah. Yeah, yeah um, I, I guess you
0: get them, You get out in the open like that. Like even if you're you're prowling through them, I mean, you're not.
3: You don't have them in a confined space, you
0: know, yeah, and you're not you're not moving them around a ton either, you're just you're just riding through them. yeah, yeah,
2: when you gather bulls down there, you guys use many bull whips
3: no i I got one I just jack around with when I'm training on dog or something, but i don't I don't ever use a whip.
2: you never use the bull whip, uh, like I say out in that OSA, I mean when I was little we they moved out to Kansas when I was probably ten years old. Um when we gather bulls, them old boys would have bull whips out and that was cooler than shit. We'd go gather, they had some big pastures out there. We'd go gather fifteen, twenty bulls out of a pasture and I mean guys would be
3: behind them just cracking whips and golly, a, cooler than I shit. One, I, I used the when I lived down in South Texas, I used the one driving them bulls down them lanes. But other than that, no, I mean but I have used one
2: yeah no that was out in them big pastures, and I mean, how you get in the corner and you'd have twenty bulls just fighting like a son of a bitch, you know how they'll get, and i mean there'd be five or six guys, and then little old me, everybody have a bull whip i mean obviously except the six year old kid um everybody have a bull whip going at it, and then old some bitches they'd just fight and then you'd finally get them out of the gate. But I always thought that was cooler than shit when we went and when I got to go gather bulls because that, I mean, I don't know. That was always cool. I guess I should have grown up down in Florida with all them damn crackers.
3: Yeah, whips are good. I, I like them. I just hate packing one around. Yeah, I've got
2: my big black horse and I call him big. He's like 16 hands, but he's like 1500 pounds. He's like, I don't know how, but. He's got some draft somewhere in him, but he's great. But anyways, I cracked a whip off him the first time and uh he went the other way about as fast as he could go. And we was about five, six hundred yards before I got him even half slowed down. <laughs> I finally got to where he'll he'll spin and get away from it, but I can crack it on him. But we've got a little uh, bay horse. He's a cutting bread bastard, and he's a good, he's a good horse. And uh you can crack a whip off him all you want, and you can drive the shit out of anything. It was, it's fun using him gathering shit or riding through shit, or like if you're moving them just quarter to quarter or whatever, you just take out a whip and get on the backside of them steers and just crack it. And them. old steers will take out on a trot, right where you want them to go. I love using one.
0: I've never, a yeah, uh, little bit, I used them. Um, and the well, it was in the feedlot when we were. And it was always with bulls, uh, mm-hmm. but I I don't know. I they I don't think they used them much uh, up in Montana where I was. and
3: yeah. um, I never really seen any of them used growing up. My great grandfather he was well known for using one. He's deadly with it, but I never. When I moved south, it's the first time I ever got to really use one or be even be around one.
4: Yeah,
3: I, I like them, but I hate packing them around. They're always
2: in the damn way. Yeah, they're in the way all the damn time. There's not a good way. There's not a good place to put one. But I just I like being able to go around kind of the backside and just go to cracking that some bitch, and you'll see all them steers look up and they will look back at you, and they'll kind of start easing away. And you go to cracking it, and I mean you don't use them like you'd use them
5: on bulls or anything, but they'll just kind of start heading. I've seen a lot of guys just cracking it running cattle over top of them. Cracking it in front of them that's turning them back on top of you. You're the one cracking it over. Yeah, no shit. That's... Echoing.
3: You got to watch where that thing echoes off. You know, if you're in a big deep canyon and you crack it, it echoes off in front of them. They're turning around. Mm Mm-hmm. You gotta.
0: Mm-hmm. I would imagine to... telling a guy to put his whip away is about like telling the guy to uh, call his dogs off. You know, like you might as well call his mother a dirty slut. Well, I like
5: you're... it. I like it's it. Just take oh. that whip to the dog. Yeah, that's yeah. about all I use mine for. I, did, I use mine when I got them bay
3: dogs, just when I'm starting them. Mm hmm where I can get their attention because I, I hardly ever run a shot call or anything, you know, i just get to where I can call them off and get a handle on them. But I use that whip to break their attention span. Yeah.
2: Yeah. No. I've had dogs or I've been on deals where dogs ran, uh, like 200 of yearlings through a hot wire, which I mean, that's all this, most of this country is just a bunch of farmers puts up hot wire and then asks guys that some of us are cowboys. Um come gather and shit and I mean there's a lot of good hands around here, but you run into some shit and I've I've seen two hundred heads sent through a hot wire, plumb the wrong direction from the wheel corrals and you're all day fucking gathering them. It's it's awful. But yeah. hell, in this
3: part everybody just picks up their own bulls, you know, we don't ever really have no help.
0: Yeah.
5: Yeah. Go no. get around your
0: the, those those dogs are like if you get especially you got somebody that's got some really nice dogs, like it is really cool to watch them work. But I've seen far too many that like the 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 guy's real proud of every guy's real proud of his dogs. And uh yeah, but then I've seen some dogs that just ain't worth a fucking and uh, like I I'm not not trying to put the guy down or anything, but it's like, hey, uh This is not working. Let's put those, put those hounds up. And then, yeah, like I said, they saw up bigger and shit. And well, I don't know Have better dogs, I guess. I mean, Jesus. Yeah. There's a guy
2: right around here and he'll go gather. I mean, he'll go gather him and four dogs. We'll gather 300 head of yearlings and a little trap or a couple of little corrals. No problem. It's he's, Pretty slick.
0: Yeah, yeah. It's it's cool watching watching a good set of dogs work, but like, yeah, there's there's plenty of them that just ugh, they're a
3: lot of them. A lot of them good train wrecks come from cattle that ain't Dog Bro and Dog Think.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's that too. Yeah, yeah you gotta. You gotta have uh, some dog broke cattle too
3: you can't just you can't just pull up on a set of yearlings and dump five dogs out and expect it to go very well the first time
2: <laughs> yeah that's yeah true. that that is also true, but it's bad when the old boy pulls up with the slant trailer and dumps out his team rope and saddle and his team rope and horse with the tie down and unloads his dog,
4: yeah oh. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I I've pulled up to to a couple gatherings and you see you see bloomers with a uh, with the air conditioner on the on the top and you're just like oh fuck
3: and this part and like even how where I was raised in this part of the world when you're working as a crew you don't take your dogs nobody takes dogs
0: <clears throat> yeah
3: that's like a big no no and I mean that's a big time you don't bring a dog
0: yeah I. I... <laughs> It's a little different out here because everybody's got dogs, but I, I still think it's like, yeah, if, like it, it's still kind of a deal where the the owner or the, or the cow yeah. boss, whoever says, hey, bring your dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: But, no, anyway.
1: I got a book of mine last week, getting some pups. I'm starting fresh. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, cold my pen, bunch of coals.
3: Hey, <laughs> what old man told me a long time ago if you want good dogs, you got to train hard and cull cool harder.
0: Yeah, i imagine so. I, and
3: I don't know what kind of dogs y'all run, but them Cur dogs are some hard headed some bucks.
2: Yeah, I, I'd like to get a good dog, but I. I I don't have the time or the patience, and know how to train one. So I want to buy one, buy one that's trained. And I've heard horror stories about that. Yeah, he's a great dog for the guy who trained him, but not for you.
3: And I, I, I can't get along with the border collie. Any kind of collie dog, I can't get along with. I'm too hard on him. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I, and, I, and then I people say, "Well, you just haven't had a tough-minded one." You know, there's there's good. Good border collie dogs out there. I just ain't never been able to have one I could get along with. But I could take a dang old Catahoula or a Curd. You can jap slap that stuff next week, and it'll still come back to you and pet on you and
0: pet on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're border collies are. They're, yeah, they're pretty timid.
5: Uh, well, cock suckers.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. Yeah. And then I, the healers are about the same way. The they're, they're, bad thing about them is they're they're hard headed and also timid. <laughs> so you're
3: I, like. And the healer. If somebody shows up with the healer, I just soon run off you know, <coughs> And them some bitches ain't no good for nothing.
0: I've seen yeah. some good ones, but I've also seen some, some not so there good ones. There was a
3: guy when I was down south that had one that he would take with us and we drove. We'd always like. The helicopter gathered most of that stuff down there and threw it in big traps. And we would throw it out of them traps in big long lanes and drive them cattle down to the pens to work. And there was he had a red healer, and this time gun would just sit back there, drive cattle. He could make he was he was the best healer I ever seen. But you get him in a set of pens, you had to put him up because he would foul shit up in the pens. like I was trying to work around him, but just driving cattle it was good.
0: Yeah. I I think this is a good enough spot to move into the Patreon deal because I've uh I, I posted a meme. Well it wasn't a meme, it was a as a screenshot of this little uh survey I was taking the other day and it uh, was asking about knocking a couple of pups in the head. <clears throat> and um but anyway, I could see this being uh, segment that gets flagged. So we'll just, we'll take it to the paid section. And if you guys, uh, if you guys want to hear some, some stories about, about the, the real, the real training of dogs and, and, uh, and and shit like that, we'll, uh, we'll, uh, you can do that on the, on the Patreon, patreon.com forward slash burning daylight. Um, but yeah, we're going to, We're going to call that good. Uh, Where can everybody find you if they, if you want them to find you?
2: Bobby Gray with an IE on Facebook.
0: Bobby with an IE, Mm -hmm. Bobby Gray.
2: If you need a horse road, I'm not a horse trainer, but I'll use your horse and I'll ride him through cattle and shit. And he might learn something. He might
5: not. I'm cheap. Let me know. I'm horse poor right now too. There you go, Ty. How about you? Find me on Facebook, just Ty Self. That's about all I got.
0: There you go, and Richard.
1: Uh, just Richard Diatley on Facebook or Instagram or whatever.
0: All right. Well, um, I'm. You guys can find me if, you, if you're listening to this. You're you already know where I'm at. But anyway, at Move Your Ass. On Facebook and Instagram, <laughs> Burning Daylight, somewhere. Like, you'll find me. Uh, I'm Puncherific on Twitter. I'm, I'm holding out for Elon to, to buy Twitter so it'll be fun again. Probably not going to be fun again, but maybe, maybe I just won't get banned there. So, anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in and uh, have a good weekend. Move your apps for Burning Daylight.
6: I said goodbye to my mother, to my father and all the other friends I knew I headed west To seek my fortune and chase the foolish dream that has no end And I climbed the far blue mountains Higher than any tree could grow I never found gold or silver All I did was stumble down the other side To a land so burnt and twisted To a country as barren as the moon I hoped to find the El rattle. All I found were these hollow winds that glow And these desert winds In a saloon on the Mojave, with a new coyote pelts above the door, my tumble broken dreams. Found me underneath the greasy lanterns glow. When men with eyes so red and haunted, eyes that burn from the corners of the room, wait and watch with desperate hunger. Weighing every chance, every move. There are no roads, there are no borders, no outpost of heaven or of hell. God left here for better country, and the devils dance in canyons far below. In these desert winds, I have fallen off the edge of the world. like a furnace. The blood runs through my fingers and mingles with the dust blown by the desert winds. In an unforgiving canyon where the hills broke against a blazing sky, the gold at last it found me. The Nuggets burned like embers in my hand And when gold buys the whiskey It leaves a scent upon the breeze And like hounds, they tracked and found me Their rifle shot, whipped my dreams away They know that dead men tell no stories And as devils dance In their canyons far below In my blood Streaks the rocks I stumble on I hear them close behind In these desert winds I have fallen off the edge of the world And no one here will ever speak my name I have fallen off the edge of the world And the air is Blood runs through my fingers and mingles with the dust blown by the desert winds. If I were smoke from a lantern, if I could rise weightless in the air, I would climb the far blue mountains and, like my dreams, be carried far away on these desert winds. Runs through my fingers and mingles with the dust blown by the desert wind. Oh.